first I suppose I should just be grateful he's finally learned a new bloody song. In the void between worlds. Space! Right. Here's, here's the problem. Yeah. Here's, here's my problem. Yeah. There's technically more pertinent things I could be talking about right now. Like the, all the ghosts and ghouls and skeletons and... The, the spooky skeletons, the spooky mushrooms, the, you know, the things. The yeah. things that fall under the remit of the show. The problem is I've seen Cats. Cats 2020. 2019, cat. sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> it transcends time. It's cats, cats Eternal. It's like that Trump tweet that is just him listing off every four years with the word Trump, as if to insinuate that he's going to be president forever. Yeah. Except that it's cats instead of Trump. We all know, we all know it's cats instead of Trump. <laughs> and he can pretend otherwise. I don't know where that thought's going, so I'm going to abandon it in a pit and leave it to die. So, I've, I've seen Cats, is the, the movie adaptation of Cats is the problem, Elodie. And this feels like the place and the time, because it's very late and I'm very tired. And I don't think a better opportunity exists. <sighs> okay, go for it then. <laughs> so, like, like I'm not, I'm not gonna go. This, this is basically just gonna be a literal description of the events that happened. So, I, I don't, I don't think it's gonna take that long. But I need people to know, because honestly, when you're there experiencing it, you're kind of inured to how odd it all is. But to hear it described is kind of... Somebody made this a film, Elodie. Somebody looked at what has been done here. They looked at this script. And I want you to bear in that in mind throughout this. And they said to themselves, yeah, that constitutes a film. I've seen the bit, I've seen the bit where there's the little cockroach people and they're eating them. There are cockroach, we will get to that. Okay. First of all, we need to establish the, the, we need to establish something. The context for this is that a, a, bag, a bag gets thrown into an alleyway, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the all these cats come out and give it, give it, give it a big old look. Jellical cats. Jellical cats. Apparently, I'm led to believe. With jellical songs. And so, there's oh, one there. Make, yeah, he's making sounds. Where are you? I can't even see him. What the fuck? Jellical cats for jellical podcasts. I think he's above me. I think he's on the bed above me, and he's just screaming to himself. He thinks he's above you as well, probably from what I've heard about him. Oh yeah, he is a bit of a nightmare. He's a prick, but 
so so the bag gets opened and there, there's a cat in it who is very worried, and she gets immediately inducted into a cult. Well, that's nice. I like that. And and the song is bad that happens. You mean the Jellicle Castle, Jellicle Song, I will let you know when a good song happens. Okay. I will let I will let you know when the good song happens. Okay. Uh so the so she gets inducted into a cult and she's taken to a graveyard where they do ballet for a bit very nervously. Oh, that's nice. Where a cat who I don't believe ever gets named but is in it a lot explains that all cats have three names. The first name being the name that they've been given by humans. I don't like that there's humans in this universe. Now, I I didn't quite catch the terms surrounding the second name because nobody fucking enunciates in this movie. But the third one is talked about in this sort of hushed, almost fearful reverence as being this, like, revelation that comes only in a moment of great introspection and is then never confessed to another living soul. The word is confessed that they use. Oh. Like, this is... This is, is like, a frightening existential thing. None of this information ever comes up again. And is never important. And I think it mostly exists to explain why there is a cat called Skimbleshanks. <laughs> I like that name, that's good. It's it's a very good name, is the thing. Well, who, who plays that one? I've no idea. Do you know any of what the actors are that play what cats at all? I know the obvious actors. Well, I don't. I don't know. All what's of his, them. What's his name is in it, isn't he? The um. The, the one who's on telly a lot, now. Yes. You know what I mean. I know. I know who you mean. He played the mouse in the Gruffalo. Well, didn't we all? To be honest. But yeah. but first of all, a magician has to show up and juggle and fall over. Is that marvellous Mr. Mistopheles? The, the, the magical Mr. Mistopheles, whose name oh, sounds magical. like Mephistopheles, and yeah. weirdly oh, that has turns out, me. doesn't turn out to be the villain. That's a shame. Because the impression I got was that... I, th- I think they're all the villain, really. I, th- the I think the, the real villain is Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, yeah. He also wrote a, one about trains that fuck each other or something. So <laughs> Of course he did. Why would he? I hope... What else did he have to lose? Yeah, Starlight Express is basically cats, but with trains instead. So that's yeah. good. Worth another dip, was it? Yeah, I hope that one gets but, turned but into Starfleet, a... which I will just call him that from now on. Okay, yeah. Because because he turns up and he says that the Jellicle Ball is going to happen, where one cat gets to be reincarnated because all cats are purgatory, I guess. That's the um, the Jellicle choice. The Jellicle choice will happen. James Judy Jemp. James Judy Jemp. James Judy Dench and her human hands make the Jellicle choice 
at some at tonight at the Jellicle Ball. You're really adding ambience, aren't you, Tim? And oh, 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 oh! I just remembered something. Last night, yes, I had a dream. Yeah, yes, where me and my mate had a a child together for some reason. Okay. Uh, and that child was a fully formed adult cat <laughs> that was birthed as like an a, an adult cat, not Naturally. a kitten, nor not, not a, a kitten. um. That'd be odd. Nor a nightmare creature like in Cats the movie. Just just a regular adult cat. Yeah, and he just sat around in a blanket while I solved puzzles to escape a death maze. And he was my little son. <laughs> that that was an earth-shattering detail that was added very matter-of-factly right at the end. And I appreciate yes. that. So, so this is this is still part of the cat's plot synopsis. That happens in the movie now. Is what I've decided because it may as well. So. Basically, all the cats just have to sing about themselves and explain why they should be reincarnated. So that happens for a bit. A woman unzips her skin. Oh yeah, they take their cat skin off and reveal further yeah. cat skin underneath, which, don't they? Which I, which I didn't even register as being strange at the time, because I was just like, well, clearly she has removed the obvious cat suit. Is that the one who also um, talks about another cat being neutered? Yes. In that in that one short in clip that... that was going around where you could see all of the animation errors all over the two cats talking in it. Yes. That that is the one. Cockroach vor happens. Yeah, they're little human fellas, and they. Paul Blartmore cop happens. Wait, is he in it? No, he, no, he's not in it, but some fat people fall over and it is funny. Okay, James see. Corden jumps in a bin. That's the one who I was talking about yeah. earlier. Jason Derulo is as I imagined Jason Derulo to be. Jason Derulo? Yeah. I he's... know, just, that's, that's a meme reference, I think. I don't know it, I just know people say it. He is a cat. He's a jellical cat with jellical songs and a jellical and a jellical Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah, so that that's 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 really a testament to it. It's a perfect summary of just everything you need to know about this movie. Because despite the fact that the entire thing is just cats singing about themselves, I don't remember half of the names of people because it yes. doesn't matter. But Jason Derulo's there. And Idris Elba, what's been happening all this time is Idris Elba has been going around in a trench coat turning people into fog. Oh, okay. Right? I didn't know that there was actually like a proper villain plot. I there it there just... is. Idris, Idris Elba, who is called Idris Elba because, again, I don't remember people's names, but he is Idris Elba and he, he makes people fog now. And oh, this will I, be explained like later, that. but for now there is just this one... Idris Elba cat who can do sorcery. Like, actual, legit sorcery. 
So the next thing that I think... At some point, there's some burglaries, but they're not important. And then... Then, I think, Dame Judi Dench emerges from the London fog. Jame... Jame Judi Bemp. Jame Judi Dempf, with her human hands, beloved by all, and ordained with the power to judge the worth of all souls. Yes, to make the jellical choice. That she may make the jellical choice. With jellical songs, but a jellical hands, and... <laughs> so... Wait, no, then then, then this other cat turns up and is very sad. I think this happens before Dame, Ju- Dame Judy Dench. I've hit technology, but it's fine. At, at some point, a, ver- a very sad cat turns up and starts DMing the protagonist until oh. she is told to leave. How do you DM in the cat world? Like just just start. She just starts like describing what I have to assume is some sort of Dungeons and Dragons scenario. Oh, that kind of DM. Yeah. I thought you meant like sliding into her DMs, like trying to fuck on Twitter. May also have been. I don't know. Apparently, it's quite a horny film. I don't see it personally. I think we were just saw. Not... Were you not horny while you were watching it? I wasn't. To be honest, I I would like I was this was billed to me as being uncomfortably horny. That was the promise that I was made, and gotta be honest, I was disappointed. So you wouldn't Little fuck bit. any other cats then? Well, we'll get to that, but okay, okay. <laughs> so the the sad cat is told to leave because the other cats do not like her for a reason. That might have been explained. I some vague association with Idris Elba is the only thing that gets brought up, but they don't like this. This cat's a pariah, not a piranha. That's a different fish. That's a different. It's a pariah a fish. Right? No, because then Judy Dench turns up, and then the protagonist sees the sad cat again. And the only song anyone knows from the musical happens. Oh, the... I only know... All alone in the moonlight I'm a cat and I'm singing Look at my ass. No. I don't know that. I don't know that one. I only know jellical songs for jellical boys. Put them in your butt and call them a toy. And I turn to picture and there's a skeleton. And here he is. Yeah, that that's more of a niche one. Ah, okay. But well, uh, that's th- the only this, one I knew. This song happens, and I've got to be honest. I did tear up a little bit at the the protagonist's part. So like. For 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 the span of about three minutes, this was a movie. That's fun. And then, like almost as if they were worried you w- would think accidentally that you were watching a real thing. Dame Judi Dench, who has been watching from a balcony this entire time, starts just talking out of her. Ass 
about lived experience, I think? I'm not sure what the point was. It It's... It, it's sung, it follows no lyrical or syllabic structure known to humankind. It meanders and just repeats itself awkwardly, and it sounds like she's making it up on the spot. That sounds very good, though. I like that idea. It, it, that. Would, it, it would came at exactly the right time, because I was almost emotionally invested. So I'm glad I had this here to remind me, no, this is still the movie adaptation of Cats that you are watching. Do you know that he's called... Fuck, I forgot what I was saying. He's called Fuck. <laughs> um, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber is called Fuck. Yeah, did you know that he's a Tory lord? I think I had heard that. So I I just knew him from some vague association with Margaret Thatcher. Ah, uh, well, I mostly knew him for doing Cats the musical and... because of Bergerical and Tolerance and fuck and everyone goes. Yeah, but Dame Judi Dench inv- invites Protag Cat to come and witness the Jellicle choice, but she doesn't think she's allowed. Because she's not a jellical cat, an assertion, an assertion for which I shall have to take her word because the distinction is never drawn. It's never explained what the word jellical means. It means dear little. Dear little. Okay, good. It's from a shit poem that you liked. Well, what happens now? It's established at some point that James Corden has been put on a boat. Oh no! Does Idris Elba come back? But, yes, but basically, Idris Elba's been putting people on a boat so that they can't. Like he's gonna do a song in a bit, okay. and he's te- he's bringing all of the competition to be stuck on this boat so that he'll okay, be the so only one left. He's not and actually he, like disintegrating them. He's just no. He's like, not disintegrating people, but we don't I know thought, that until this okay. point. He's just putting them on a boat. He's leaving. He's leaving them with his henchman cat, so that he'll have to be the jellical choice by default. Basically, I was going to say his hench cat, and then that just made me think of a really fucking like muscly cat, and I like that. I'm going to look it up. Good. Find a hench cat, muscly cat. Oh, that guy is pretty hench. Do you want to see him? Yes, please. He's really buff. He's from Montreal, apparently. Oof. Jellical songs. <laughs> he's he's jellical buff. He's strong. He really is. That's too much leg. It look it looks difficult to be him. Yeah. Little bean. Well, if nothing else, do we have an image? We do have an image at the very least. Ian McKellen is in this movie. What does he do? What I just said was a complete synopsis of the next scene. That's what the scene is. He drinks from a bowl. 
and then Idris Elba takes him as well. And then a man who is cosplaying Mario incorrectly announces that his name is Skimbleshanks, and the internet has not shut up since. Oh, I've not even seen this one time. Yeah. People are real happy about the the cat who is just perplexingly dressed. Like, he's, he's incorrect Mario, is the thing. Which is a shame, because Skimbleshanks is a pretty good name and is one of the few that I remember. But he's just incorrect Mario in my mind forever, and he gets just sort of taken after doing a big spin into the air. Oh, he gets put on the boat, does he? Yeah, because apparently Idris Elba has just abandoned the need for subtlety. Oh, he's just putting everyone onto the boats. Yeah. So now, now another cat comes down on the moon to announce that Idris Elba has arrived, and they they base they drug the room, and Idris Elba demands that he be made the jellical choice for being the best at crime, and uh. we finally see him without the trench coat. And can I just say, ten out of fucking ten. Oh, okay, so that's the. The one you found sexy. I mean, I mean, it's not really my type, but I can't deny. Congrats to him. Do you think but... it's entirely, entirely just Idris Elba carrying it, and the the cat stuff is not able to fully take away the the goodness, or do you think that the cat enhances it in any way? Maybe. To be honest. Idris Elba would probably not be my type at all if not for the cat stuff. I think I think the cat stuff softens the blow of a lot of the aspects that I would immediate, immediately <laughs> just sort of deflect my attention. <laughs> People can make what they will of that. I'm past caring. I've seen the movie adaptation of Cats. 2034. 2047, 20, whatever Blade Runner is. <laughs> but Dame Judy Dench and her human hands refuse. They, so he's not the jellical choice. He's he will never be the jellical choice because he just keeps doing crimes. Does she say you will never be the jellical choice? Basically. Is that a good impression of her in it? Yeah, to to be honest, I've never heard it's her actually, speak in it's that. It's actually film. not that far off. So he gets angry about it and teleports her onto a boat. Oh no! Game booty went. And then on the boat Mephistopheles just teleports her back. Okay, so, so it's it's, <laughs> it's fine. There there is a, there is a song. He does a song about himself as he's doing it, and there's a bit of tension over. Oh, will he be able to? Does and he yes, only bring he her back? Yes, actually. Okay. The, the Everyone others, else stays The others the just escape on okay. their own in ways that I have to assume they could have done at any time, but just chose not to. <laughs> but, yeah, it, tur- it turns out magical Mephistopheles can also just do actual sorcery on top of being what I had assumed was just a stage magician. So Judy Dench has now returned. Idris Elba apparently just 
gives up on his objective at this point, because he's not seen again until the end. Uh, the others, as I say, free themselves using powers. The, 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 the girl one unzips her skin again to escape from her shackles. The incorrect Mario tap dances threateningly at the hench cat. And then Ian McKellen uses theatre to drown him. Does he die? I have to assume so. He just He's in the river now and we never see him again. So he's drowned now to death because Ian McKellen was a very good actor. Uh-huh. So um, I'm just taking pills while I'm listening, but it's fine. They're like normal ones that I got. They're not like magic ones that. Yeah, they they, they won't they won't help too much with this experience. No, they'll just offset some of the existential dread from it. Uh so now what? Ha- the sad cat comes back, and Protag Cat is like, "You should come in and do your song." please. And so she does that and everyone everyone's happy about her now because she did a good song and she, and the sad cat becomes the jellical choice, the one everyone ostracised. It's, it's deep and it makes you think. Did, was that... I think that it would have been better if she wasn't the jellical choice. I think it would have been better if no jellical choice happened. If oh, the movie really? had just ended... Well, she goes, I will make my jellical choice, and then it just ends. And you yeah, don't know. Because the point like, wasn't can... who was the jellical choice, it was the journey of it being cats. It was the, the jellicals who made along the way. It was it was the jellical songs that the jellical cats made along the way. But, so, she's the jellical choice now, and everyone accepts her because she did a song that impressed Dame Judy Dench. And so they put her in a hot air balloon... And send her into the sun. Oh. Sure. She, she they, dies they, in the she sun. Take, she takes a hot air balloon to heaven, even though the, I thought they were getting reincarnated. And they, it's all just a ploy to fucking yeet someone into the sun, yeah, because you got, you that gotta, gets... you got to go to the Heaviside layer, which, as everyone knows, is in the centre of the sun. Same Where blue... we send cats to happen again. Same bloopy bump. Just, just can't finish without sending someone into the sun. It's true. It's well documented. Idris Elba tries to grab onto the balloon as it goes up, but he can't. And he can't teleport anymore, apparently, either, because he wasn't ineffable enough. Oh, He's no. now stuck on a statue's hat, presumably forever. To um, be then... picked at by the crows. Which yeah. I can only assume also have human faces in this world. Presumably. Because because it's the sad cat's time now to go up in a hot air balloon after after the protagonist did some ballet quite frantically that really didn't fit the tone of the scene or the music that was happening. And I guess that's what means Idris Elba can't teleport anymore, is is the ballet was too jarring. And it made him less ineffable. So he's now going to starve to death on top of a statue. 
And then Dame Judy Dench spends the next hey? four minutes. Hey? Dame Judy Dench. Hey? Jame Dudith Bench. Yes, I know who that is. And and both of her human hands. Because here's the thing, they've all just sort of got human hands. I, but I think what makes it really stand out in Blame Hudith Bench's case is the sleeves are so obvious. Oh, yeah. That's something I noticed on, on that bad piece of animation that was going around. Was that the, you could see the human sleeves yeah. just kind of flitting in and out of the cat body. It's true. So, so, Dame, Dame Judah Jameson <laughs> then spends the next four minutes delivering an etiquette lesson. And then the movie ends. Do you know what? That's, I, that's I would the have... end. That's your lot. That's that's have... what we've all learned. I would have liked it if she chose uh, magical Mordo Gabombado uh, for ha- for having saved her life. Yeah, literally, yeah. that would have been good. I would have liked that. He, ta- he takes it very gracefully to be honest. Mag- magical Lombard Chirombado. He he lights the the blimp on fire. Do you remember Bombard Charombadu? I remember a tweet. <laughs> That's a tweet and, I made a very long time ago. And now I must eat. But yeah, that's it. Just sort of ends with Dame Judy Dench talking about how you should address a cat as if that was the point all along. <laughs> Nobody seems to care that Idris Elba has been dealt with. We still don't know what that one cat is called. What the fuck happened to Jason Derulo? Why was he not taken at any point? He wasn't taken. He he was just left out. (laughs) He could have been the Jellicle choice. We don't know why. Ian McKellen drank out of a bowl. (laughs) But you know what? He was still Ian McKellen while he did it. Sir Ian McKellen, I should say, because I have been saying blame Judith Bench this whole time. Oh, yeah. Shrian. So, like, everything I just said... Like, it's not incorrect is the thing. Like, that... Everything I've just said is basically what happened, and somebody looked at that and thought... This is a movie we've made. What we've done here, this counts. This is Someone made this a musical first. Like, and Andrew Lloyd Webber had to have this idea and think it was good enough, and then someone had to look... I mean, I went to see it. (laughs) So, like... Apparently, they know something I don't. Like they they got me to come in. Fucking apparently, and... everyone went to see it, but I didn't. I didn't get suckered. Well, no, like they didn't. They didn't. 
cats cats didn't have an audience so much as they had reconnaissance teams. <laughs> is the impression I got. Like there, there's a, there's a certain class of people, of of which I consider myself one, who sort of take it upon themselves to bear the brunt of these events. So that we don't so have that, to suffer along with. Yeah. Them. So so that you can. Like, th- this is me, like, handing in my report, essentially, I guess, is, is why I had to do this. Why I, like, you know... It's fascinating. Andrew Lloyd Webber really... Bless his heart, he really seems to have thought he was making the next Alice in Wonderland with this. Is the impression that I got. And I only hope that he's never said that out loud. I don't like the idea of blessing Andrew Lloyd Webber's heart, considering he's a Tory. Well, it needs to be consecrated, or it'll rise again. It, it you you need you need to bless it, then reduce it to ash and scatter it at a crossroads, or he might make one about fish. Do you want to know about a thing I saw one time? I do want to know about a thing you saw one time. So I was watching a YouTube video. This guy who lives in Japan, I think, was um, mm-hmm. like taking his friend who's from Newcastle around Japan, and they were okay. in Osaka. Osaka is like the the big port city where yeah. they they've got their own like different enough culture where they're a lot more boisterous and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were talking to some teens in the middle of the night in Osaka. Yeah. And the teens were teaching them, like, Osakan dialect stuff. Uh, mm. And then they decided to teach the Osakan teens Newcastle dialect. <laughs> and I think this is the one time where I'm going to have to dig out the link and put it into the description of this episode. Because I think it's yeah. important that people see it. Because they have these um, Osakan teens going, Why I like you know. <laughs> and it's very good. It is very good. I, I, would, I would quite like to learn Japanese, but only in Kansai. Because it'd be like the equivalent of like, someone from Japan learning to speak English exclusively in a Yorkshire accent. Yeah. But, like, they do it perfectly. So I didn't actually need to describe Osaka to you, because... I, I know you, little bits and pieces. Yeah, you knew about the Kansai dialect, so... Yeah, I, that that's basically all I know, really. Like, nowhere near enough for me to, like, interject and say, I know all of the information you're about to present... For I am the Osaka knowledge boy. Ask me three questions and I'll grant you three wishes. I'm going to try and find it. See if I can find it, because I watched it on... I watched it on my friend's computer, so it's not the same. Okay, I found found the channel. It's called Abroad in Japan. I'm going to subscribe because it's fun. I like him. Yes. Uh... Let's see if I can find 
Oh, they they also do a couple of other fun things, like they build monsters together. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and things like that is good. I like it. I mostly watch these. Oh, yeah, they also uh, looked at the monkeys that I'm going to look at. And the uh, Newcastle guy insisted that he needed to look at the monkeys no matter what, and that was like his one thing that he made sure. He needs to observe them. Yeah. So I feel this guy quite... Yeah, that that's a big mood, honestly. He knows what he wants from life. Okay. I found it, I found it, and I've got the timestamp. Copy video URL at current time. I'm going to paste this to you. Okay. I I shall I shall give this a quick look to close out the the cat's portion of this session. Space. It does sound like Iron Man. What? It yeah. does they it does sound like Iron Man. Yeah, it does. That that's fun. Yeah, I like it. That's a that's a fun exchange. Should watch all of the ones with him in. I They're should all... watch all of the ones. He's good. He has very me energy, and I like that. <laughs> That's always good. Um, it's a very you <clears throat> thing to do to walk around Osaka saying, Why I, man? Yeah. Why I, man? Sorry, I said why I like you, know, because that's, that's a different way of phrasing it. But why I man is the other one. I which... suppose you could put it that way. Yes. Yeah. Um. I my cousin married a dude from Newcastle. I think he was called Paul. I don't really remember because it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh. And my dad, uh, used to whenever he talked, he would talk for a bit. Uh. My dad would look at his wrist and say, "It's half past eight, mate." <laughs> Did you work it out what was going on there after a bit? I I've completely lost to be honest. Okay. So the joke is that you can't understand him because he's talking in such a different accent and he's saying all these really weird turns of phrase like the way I and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh and the joke is that Dad didn't understand him, so he's just Assuming that he's asking for the time. I assumed that it was said it was said to provoke some sort of specific response that would sound hilarious in the accent. No. And I was I was desperately trying to figure out what that was the setup for. No, my my dad's humour is very much like mine in that it's entirely based around being as unimpressive as possible. Remember everyone. <laughs> Remember everyone. <laughs> that's how that's how the cats episode deserves to end. <laughs> really, isn't it? The protagonist cat was Taylor Swift, and I had no idea until it was pointed out to me just now.
The episode is now over. Fuck off.